Good morning to you. Welcome to Get Up With God. It's good to see you this morning. Today, we have a new episode for you. We're going to be discussing what is honor. How do we define it and how does it affect your life? Grab a Bible, grab a notepad. Today's episode is going to really bless you. Let's get into this this morning. Grab your Bible, notepad, grab a cup of coffee, sit down and enjoy yourself as we get into God's word. Let's pray, open in prayer together, and then we're going to dive into it. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We lift you up and we magnify you. Thank you for another day, Lord. Thank you for the breath in our lungs, for the thoughts in our head, for the feelings in our, our fingers and toes. Every part of our body is working and functioning. And we thank you, Lord, that we have the ability to wake up and to praise you. And if nothing else, we exalt you and thank you that you've given us the opportunity to live and to breathe today. But Lord, we just thank you for all that you have done, all that you continually are doing for us and all that you will do. We're thankful, we're in faith and confidence that, that this is not the end. Even though we're thankful and grateful for what we have, we know that there is more to come and you're a good, faithful God. We look forward to your return. I ask, Father, that your blessing would be on everybody's life as they listen, that as they go forward in everything that they do, that your blessing would be in their life and you'd begin to help and continue to help those that call upon your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Well, it's great to see you today. I hope you're enjoying your day so far, whether you're watching live or you're watching at a different time, it's still going to be a blessing to you. What it means to honor. That's what today's episode is going to be. Six points at 6 a.m. Let's get into it. Number one, the point number one I want to go into is defining honor, but I actually want to skip around a little bit. And uh, I want to actually start with one of the points that I made towards the end that what honor does for you. And then we're going to define honor. God honors those that honor him and his people. Tomorrow we're going to talk about, or whenever you're watching this part two of this, we're going to talk about what it means to be a person of honor, how to be a highly, uh, honorable person. But today I want to define honor, what it does for your life and then tomorrow, or part two of this, I want to get more into the practical application of it. But today's more going to be definition, teaching of it. Uh, they're both going to be teaching, really. But I want to get more into today and what the impacts of it are and how you come about it or what it does in your life. So number one, I want to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 2. 1 Samuel chapter 2. All the way in the Old Testament. 1 Samuel chapter 2, this is again recognized in the New Testament, this particular verse and chapter um, that Jesus is, or uh, uh, the book of Samuel is referencing, but um, but uh, I want to make sure that we reference the original part of this. So in this particular context, one of the high priests over the temple was for a lack for a long story short, and we don't have to go back and you can read through this story in chapter two of first Samuel, the high priest was not treating the temple the proper way and was letting their children run the temple and do things that were unscrupulous within the temple for lack of a better term. And God responds to through the prophet responds to Eli and, uh, communicates the problems that they're having. And this is what he says in chapter two, um, Verse 30 says, therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said, indeed, that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. 
But now the Lord says, far be it from me for those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. So you could think of that word despise. We could, we could change that word despise into think lowly of, or to think little of. So those who honor me, and we could change that now. We're going to define that in, 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 in a second. But point number one is what does God say about honor? First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, he says he will honor those who honor him. So now we need to find out two things. What is honor? Who do we honor? What is honor? But then number two, part two would be, which we won't get into today, but part two will be how do I become a person of high honor? How do I become an extremely honorable person? But let's continue with this. What Number one, what God says about honor. First Samuel chapter two, verse 30, he says he will honor those who honor him. Think about being honored by God. I mean, that's not something we put together. We fabricated. That's what God's saying he'll do. He'll honor you if you honor him, if you honor his people, if you honor his things, he will honor you. That's powerful. Thinking about the, the God of, of, the, of the universe is honoring you, powerful, very powerful. So uh, number one would be what God says about honor is in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. He will honor those who honor him. Let's define this word. Uh, honor, defining honor in regard or this is what the definition of honor would be in regard or treating someone with uh, admiration and respect regard or treat to regard or to treat someone with admiration or respect. So that's the definition. Point number two, the definition of honor, the Greek word. So if we go to the new Testament, the Greek word is time, the word honor, which means to properly perceive the value of something. Now, I want to wait till we get to the Hebrew word of this, which is what we pull out of the context of the Old Testament would be the Hebrew. The Greek translation of the word honor is time, T-I-M-E, time, which means to properly perceive the value of something, properly understand the value, to correctly see something's value. But now the Hebrew the word, it's K-A-B-A-D, which is pronounced kabad, meaning high levels of weight or heaviness and possessing a level of heaviness to it. And, and so it's talking about weight, honor. That's what it means when you look at this in the, in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament. It means that there's a high level of weight to it. There's, there's some substance to it. So when you think about honoring someone or person that deserves honor, that means you reciprocating that honor. But now let's talk about the definition of that honor. You reciprocating that honor would mean there's some weight to it. But putting that aside, the person who honor belongs to or a thing that deserves to be honored, there has to be a heavy level of weight to or substance to that thing. So it now it begs the the thought to think what how do I perceive a certain thing that has honor how am I looking at it the proper way you know the bible talks about your parents deserve honor honor your mother and father that's one of the commandments but it's also carried through the entire bible honoring your mother and father and he promises god promises to us that we'll honor our mother and father long life 
If you'll honor your mother and father, there'll be long life. How do you honor something? Well, the first thing to honor before you act upon it, you know, I wrote this in my book about in armor bearing, there's two parts to honor. You can write this down. This is still under defining honor. Point number two of six points. Point number two, defining honor. Two, there's two parts to honor. Number one is the recognition of it. And then there's the second part, which is the application of it or the execution of it. So you can, you know, you could, you could say application or I'm sorry that you could say, um, recognition and performance. There's two parts to honor. It's recognizing something that needs honor. And then there's the performance of performing something that you would do to honor the thing that deserves honor. So it takes a heavy level of attention to details. We'll get, we'll get into that in just a second. So number point, number three, the doors, write this down. This is important. The doors of promotion. And if you haven't yet sign up for my email, you can go to my website. Link is under the bio here in YouTube. You can go to my website, dylanmaverick.com, click on the link in the bio and subscribe to this podcast or, um, well, it is subscribing to the podcast, but you subscribe to the email. And when you subscribe to that email, I will send you these six points. I'll break them down for you over an email so that you can digest them, go through the scriptures that I read. And then at the end of the week, I give you a weekly recap of all of the lessons that we went through for the week. But number three, the doors of promotion swing on honor. The doors of promotion are hinged on honor. Uh, write this down. Uh, the way I want to want you to write it down is someone's entire avenue for success hinges on the level of honor that they possess. Someone's entire avenue for success hinges on the level of honor that they possess, not the level of honor that something deserves to have, but the level of honor that you express and show for that thing. Dr. Barclay, Dr. Mark Barclay has an expression or has a saying, a quote that he says that the doors of life are hinged on gratitude. The doors of life are hinged on gratitude. And I'd like to say it like this. The doors of promotion are hinged on your ability to honor, or you could say the doors of promotion are hinged upon honor because your ability for God to promote you is not based on your ability. It's not based on your, uh, even your level of faith. It's the level of honor that you can, you can express for something that you're getting promoted to. If you don't esteem something at a high level, you can't have faith for it at a high level. Your faith is only see faith, hope, love. These things work together. And your ability, love and hope and uh, love and honor work very closely together. Uh, we'll go more into this into part in part two of our discussion about honor on how to be a person of high levels of honor, be an honorable person. But love and your expression of love works very closely with how you honor somebody. So point number three, uh, the doors of promotion are hinged on honor. Someone's entire uh, uh, avenue for success hinges on the ability to express and show honor. Point number four. But what? Let's look at what lightly esteem means. Go back and going back to our verse here in First Samuel chapter two. He says, "Far be it from me." Verse thirty: "Far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor, and those who despise me, God says, those who despise me." So we think of that word "despise" as like. You know, you think you're disgusted by, you know, you think you're just neglecting it totally. Um, 
that's not so much the context of what he's saying. It's more in the sense of think of it like this. You're not giving it the full attention that it deserves. That's what despise means. When you don't give something, when you don't honor something in the way that it deserves to be honored. You know, you, you take into perspective, going back to the parents, an example that God uses in the Ten Commandments, honor your mother and your father. The Your mother, your father, as they get older, and they can't do as much as when they were younger. You're like, you know, you grow up and your parents are able to do anything. They're your superheroes. But as they get to an older age and they can't do as much as they used to do, it's just part of reality is what happens is people get into their, you know, some people get into their 90s and 100s and, and then they start, that's when they start to, to go back and not do as much, whatever the case is. But it could be at any age. You know, I know for a fact uh, an 80-year-old person can't do the same as a 20-year-old person. It's nothing negative. It's not that it's something to be made fun of, but you've been utilizing that body you've lived in for so long, and so now it's not able to do the same things. And here's what honor does is it recognizes and pays attention to these things and makes sure that that person, if it's your mother, your father, or someone that you honor at high level, make sure and you pay attention that, hey, they're not able to do what they used to do. I'm I'm going to help in some certain ways. And this goes for any area. It's not just your mother or your father, but think people that deserve honor. Let's take your pastor, for example. This is kind of what we're talking about here, where it's a devotional, the scripture, and that's actually in context with this verse in the Bible that we're referencing out of 1 Samuel, is you don't recognize the things of God to the level that they're supposed to be. Uh, let me turn to you a scripture real quick in first first the first Thessalonians had to get that one out first Thessalonians chapter five first Thessalonians chapter five in verse twelve first Thessalonians chapter five verse twelve Paul says we urge you brethren to recognize those who labor among you. Stop there. We'll get more into this verse on part two. But he says, I urge you, brethren, to recognize those. Recognize. Bring to a bring to recognition. Be aware of. Be cognizant of. Don't ignore the fact. Don't forget. Make sure it's important to you. You know, and if you haven't gone, if you weren't a part of the study that we did on familiarity, go back and listen to that series. What familiarity does, and you, you go back to that lesson that we did, I'll go back to some of my notes. Familiarity, it thinks lowly of something because it's become familiar with it. I see this happen a lot in church, especially now that I've been there uh, at my church full time and I see a lot of different situations and scenarios and people's perspectives of things is people get so close to something that they get used to it being there and they begin to lower their appreciation for it. They begin to lower their vision of it or not lower their vision of it. that's the wrong way to put it. They begin to see it as as normal. They take it for granted. It's just there all the time. You know, my pastor's always available. He'll always be there preaching. And then, you know, about a week ago, our pastors were gone for about two weeks on a, a vacation with their whole family. And uh, they were gone for about 11 days. And, you know, we had, um, I, myself, I preached and, and other people came up and preached. And, you know, there was 
a void of our pastor. And it was a great time. We had a, um, we had wonderful services, you know, the anointing was present, things like that. Uh, but you begin to miss something that was valuable to you. And that the expression is true, you know, separation or distance makes the heart grow fonder. And that's, you seems to be true. But when you're so close to something, you almost take it for like, eh, it's always there. You know, old pastor will be there every week. I'm not too worried about it. But then when he's gone, it's like, wow, I, re- I miss my pastor. I miss him not being there. And this is some of the realization that people had when he was out in that, that temporary, temporary time. And I observed that, you know, I'm honoring the house of people that they're, they are, that's what that is. Honor pays attention, man. Honor looks and observes and sees. And so, so back to point number four here, I think we're on point number four, one, two, three, four, uh, point number four is we, when God says he'll lightly, you, you, you've been despising his things. That's what it means to lightly esteem. Something is to not pay the right amount of attention to it. So listen to this in the Hebrew, that word is to lightly esteem. It's not really a word. It's a word in the Hebrew, but it's a phrase in the English language, lightly esteem something. You know, you know what I'm saying by esteem. That's what the Bible is saying is esteem to uh, pay attention, recognize, be alert to. He's saying lightly esteem me. That's like despising me. That's thinking lowly of me. The Hebrew word for that is kalal. And it means to be small or thought small of or to be insignificant. That's what that means. To think small of. So it's not that the thing itself is small or unimportant. It's where your thoughts go to it is actually small. You think you don't think greatly of it. You don't think big of it. You know, if like if you were in a place and you know the president were to walk in the room, forget who if you like our president or not. Just think of a high official were to walk in the room with us and and, and sit down you'd be alert to that person because not just anybody, but if it was a high level person and they had an entourage with them, they had bodyguards, there was their team with them. They bring this presence. They bring a presence with them. You'd be alerted to that and almost like on high alert because you don't want to do something wrong. And you're very aware of their presence because of who they are. That's honor. You're, you're recognizing the level that they are, but to lightly esteem something is to think smaller of it. And it's not that that thing changes. And this is what happens within familiarity is something deserves to be thought highly of, or to think, to put a lot of thought on, but we, we don't really, you know, like it could be anything, your job, your spouse, they, your spouse deserves honor that loved one in your family deserves honor because and you should honor each other. You should honor your, your husband or your wife and, and, and they should honor you. That's, but that's not your job to make sure that they do that. Your job's to make sure that you do your part in honoring them because they deserve that honor. Now that people can do things that can lose the, um, that they can lose the position to where they deserve honor by actions that they take, you know, a minister, sinning it being in sin can remove that necessity to put honor on that person 
you know, where you don't highly esteem them, they must be that you know, it doesn't mean you despise them, but now I don't want to get too much into that. We'll get more into that on part two of this on being an honorable person, but people can do things to lose their place of honor. You know, that, that can happen very easily. But when, when God says this in first Samuel chapter two, he says, those who despise me, I'll, I will lightly esteem. So, so now God, let's flip the tables here. He said before, honor me and I'll honor you. I'll honor those who honor me. I'll think big of you. If you think big of me, I'll think a lot of you. God's saying that, but he says, those who don't, I'm going to lightly esteem. I'm going to think lowly of you. I'm going to, I'm not going to pay high levels of attention to you. Wow. That's strong. God will, well, Dylan, I have faith and my faith will do anything for me. The Bible says faith, have faith to men. Things that are impossible are possible with God. We understand that, but you can't forsake what God has committed to people in his word. And what he said is that those who don't honor or think and pay attention to things that deserve honor, it's different. Not that you believe he can do it. That's something completely different. He's saying, if you don't give the attention to something or give me the attention that I'm supposed to have, saying, if, if I'm where God's speaking to you, uh, if you don't give me the attention and the level of attention that I'm supposed to have, I won't give you that same level of attention. Now, to think God honors you, I mean, he pays massive amounts of attention to you. That's a powerful thing. It's like, wow, God pays attention to me. He's looking at me. He's watching me. That's huge. But to think of the flip side, that if you don't pay the right levels of attention to him, you, you I mean, that's like anything. You want to you want to have a good marriage. You want to have a good relationship. You spend time together. You think highly of that person. It's not all about money, but you buy things for them. It's an expression of your love for them. There's different things that you do to express and show that love. Well, if God's saying to you, I will lightly esteem you if you despise or think lowly of me. We should pay attention to what it means to think highly of him. We should pay some we should spend some time with our God. We should we should give some some heaviness to what who God is and what he has. So point number 4 is God lightly esteems or what does lightly esteem mean? And God lightly esteems those who don't think at the level or pay attention or give the honor to something that deserves a high level of honor. Point number five, honor takes work. Honor takes work. Write that down. Point number five, honor takes work. Write these three things down underneath it. Effort, time, and money. Effort, time, and money. You know, people think, well, whenever you say, that you you should buy someone something to express your love. The first thing most people think is, well, it's not all about money. You know, that's not the expression of love. That's correct. It's not the only expression of love. It is an expression of love. It is a expression of love. It's not the only one. You know, when you put effort into something, even though if it's not perfect, like, like if you make a, a dinner for your spouse or you prepare breakfast or a, a meal and it comes out terrible, they people are almost never mad. They may be disappointed that they don't get a good meal, but people are never, almost never mad about it. Why? Because you put effort into that. And the other element, time, you put time into that thing. It took time for you to do that. So it's, it's not the level of quality of it. Now at, at a certain point, which we'll talk about in part two, there is a level of quality that needs to be brought to it, which could take effort and money and time 
to get the quality to the level that it needs to be if that particular thing needs it. But my point is expression of love or showing honor to something. If you give effort and it doesn't come out the best way that you thought it will, people never get mad. But now when it comes to God, your effort, your time, your money shows where your heart is. The Bible says in in Matthew, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Your heart stays, your your inner inner being, the important things to you, stay with where you treasure things. So we, we, what you treasure is going to be important to you. What you treasure is what you're going to honor. And you people honor some things that don't deserve honor. You know, they honor things that in their life that to, to a higher level or higher esteem than some other things that should be important. You know, people miss church. Uh, Sundays, Wednesdays, and I'm not talking about once in a while. I'm talking about they're re- they're not regular attenders to church because they value something more than being in God's house. That's a place to be honored. That's a place to be honored. Well, it's not about the church house, Dylan. It is about the church house. Quit fooling yourself and quit deceiving yourself. It's not about a church house. I can have church. You're, you're, you don't have church at home. You can't honor at the level of God's things. That's why we go to a church to show God this is your temple. We bring your mo- we bring our money, the thing that we work the most during the week for, we bring that to your temple and put it into your temple to show you God, not a man, not a people, but a God that we worship and adore his things. You don't do the same thing at home. I'd like to I'd like to get some videos of people sitting at home in their suits and their dresses and they stand up and worship and they clap along. Well, I know that doesn't happen. I'm not making fun of anybody. But that doesn't happen regularly. That's why you attend church. You go to church because you show honor to that place. And I get it if you have to miss. That's why we do live stream is if you can't be there. But if it's not a regular thing, you're not showing honor to that place. So it takes effort. It takes time. It takes a sacrifice that you don't immediately see an investment back on. You don't see a return on it right away. But you're willing to give it up. Imagine being that type of way. I'm willing to give God a, a sacrifice a, that costs me something just because I honor you and because I love you. I'm willing to sacrifice something that I get nothing in return for. Now, it doesn't say he'll do that. Jesus said any, anybody that gives up something for my sake will return a hundredfold now in this time and in the life to come. That means now in this world and in heaven, there will be a return on things you give up to show recognition to God and his things. Powerful. Powerful, but it's not just to get something back. You care, you honor, you think highly. It's heavy. God's things are heavy to you. Uh, finally, point number six. This shows, this leads us into part two. Don't miss part number two of this. It's going to be powerful. This shows your maturity. Honor shows your maturity. The level of honor. I want to read you a quote out of my book, Armor Bearer. Uh, Oh, I lost the page, but I'm going to find it just a second. Don't go anywhere. But honor shows the level of maturity that you have. But I want to read you a quote I have out of my book. So it says here, honor is one of the easiest ways for God to see the state of your maturity. Hmm. God is one of the uh, honor rather is one of the easiest ways for God to see the level of your maturity. And it's because it's displayed. It's displayed out with your actions, with your thoughts, with your attitude, with your efforts, with what you which what with what you do. 
honor is one of the easiest ways for God and really anybody to see your level of maturity. You know, you think of a baby. What does a baby do when they're upset or they're offended about something? They cry and they flail and they complain and they, well, that's, if you do the same thing every time you're upset, yeah, that's not mature, especially to something, someone or something that deserves to have high levels of weight, heaviness to it. I hope this helps you this morning. I hope you see a perspective of things that God can, uh, these are principles that everybody should know. These are strong uh, foundational things that people should know within the body of Christ. And I hope it's helping you. Be sure to share this podcast if you don't mind. Share it on your Facebook, your Instagram, put it on your story, and let someone know. Maybe text the link to somebody and let them know about it. But I hope it blessed you today. And thank you for always supporting the show, being a part of the show, and tune in for tomorrow's episode. But as always, subscribe on the YouTube channel, like this page, and stay consistent within the things of God. Love you so much. Talk to you next time on the show. I'll see you on the next broadcast. See you soon. Bye-bye.